This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. It seems like tech companies are trying to sell you the next big thing every other day. Phones, in particular, go through a lot of new ideas, and some proposals don't always end up working out. Here's a list of phone concepts that didn't, can't, or aren't likely to hit the mainstream. Number 1. Optical zoom camera phones Smartphones are the reason most people don't have digital cameras anymore. The only exceptions are professional photographers and filmmakers who need a degree of performance they can get only from a specialized device. One of the biggest advantages of traditional cameras is the ability to take clearer pictures from farther away. Some companies try to bridge this gap by creating phones whose cameras featured an adjustable optical zoom. The downside was that all the extra lenses made the phone a lot bulkier. Given a choice between the two, most consumers ended up choosing slimmer, sleeker phones instead of better long-distance photography. Number 2. Early gaming phones Games have been on phones since long before the first iPhones appeared. Still, their quality was lagging far behind the then-current mobile gaming platforms. That didn't stop a few companies from trying to put out an all-in-one phone and portable gaming device. We could go into all the reasons why various attempts weren't successful, but the biggest one was that they couldn't compete with neither phones nor handheld consoles of the same generation. They also tended to have unimpressive game libraries and manufacturers that didn't have much experience in designing video game hardware. Number 3. Integrated Bluetooth Headsets Hands-free devices are a big help when you're driving, and you can see what designers were going for when they introduced phones that came with a detachable Bluetooth headset. The earpieces would plug in the back of the phone for storage and charging. Despite the convenience, phones like this never really caught on. The biggest problem was that the earpiece had to be small enough that it wouldn't make the phone too bulky. The smaller components led to a much shorter battery life and inferior audio quality. Number 4. 3D Displays James Cameron's avatar, with its outstanding use of 3D, was all the rage in 2009. It's no surprise that smartphone manufacturers decided they wanted in on the action and rolled out the first 3D phones a few years later. Such devices let users watch, create, and share 3D images and videos without the special glasses. Unfortunately, although some 3D phones made alright sales, they never really took off as a concept. One of the biggest problems was the lack of third-party apps that supported the feature. It also didn't help that many people felt nauseous when looking at 3D images on a handheld device. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. 
That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Number 5. Transparent phones. Considering that companies have been working on them since 2009, you'd think see-through phones would be standard by now. One problem is that all the batteries and circuitry need to go somewhere, and since you can't put it behind the screen, there aren't many places left. Another issue is that you have two images layered on top of each other with a transparent screen. There's the image on the screen, and then whatever's behind it. Unless you point it at a blank wall, your eyes are going to have trouble knowing what to focus on. You can partially solve this problem by cranking up the brightness, but that uses up more power, reducing the battery life. Number 6. Game Pads Mobile gaming has come a long way since the early 2000s, so it makes sense that someone would try and make a modern gaming-focused smartphone. The result was a smartphone that featured slide-out game controls and integrated shoulder buttons, as well as a full gaming library to choose from. The biggest problem, though, turned out to be the lack of demand. Touchscreen controls work perfectly well for most players and games. It's also possible to buy Bluetooth and micro-USB controllers that let you turn any phone you want into a portable console. Number 7. Built-in projectors If there's one unavoidable limitation of smartphones, it's the screen size. Tablets and laptops are bigger but less convenient. Projectors seem like an obvious solution. The first phones with this built-in feature rolled out in 2010 but never really took off. The biggest issue was the difficulty of balancing size, brightness, and image quality. On top of that, projector phones have to compete with better quality plug-in projectors and new technologies like phone-to-TV casting. Number 8. Dual Screen Phones We've all heard about the foldable displays made from soft plastic or new types of flexible glass. But there were other attempts at multi-screen phones in the last decade. Some of these early models consisted of two screens that folded together like a clamshell. Others had a main screen that was always facing outward and a secondary screen that slid out from behind it. While they succeeded in offering a large display in a smaller package, there was no hiding the obvious seam where the two screens came together. The hinge also created a weak spot in the phone's architecture that made it vulnerable to additional wear and tear. Numero 9. Tablets Six years ago, tablets were expected to do to computers what cell phones did to landlines. That didn't happen, though. It all comes down to convenience versus utility. Smartphones are small enough to fit in your pocket. You can carry them anywhere without having to worry about cases or special pockets in your bag. A computer isn't as easily portable, but it's better for anything that requires higher-performance hardware like graphic design or gaming. Tablets have neither of these qualities. They're still handy, for example, as portable credit card readers, but they sure aren't going to replace the PC anytime soon. Number 10. Slide-out keyboards Smartphones have been shedding buttons for years, but that wasn't always the case. Many older touchscreen smartphones came with a keyboard that could slide out for more comfortable typing. Most people thought the touchscreen made keyboards redundant, though. They also made the phone bulkier. With smartphones trending toward wider screens, thinner frames, and fewer moving parts, 
it's no surprise that keyboards were the first to go. You can still find them if you know where to look, but right now, slide-out keyboards are far from the industry standard. 11. The social media phone. What do you get if you take a smartphone but remove the ability to use apps? You get the social media phone. The devices in question could take pictures and videos, send texts and emails, and connect you to Facebook and Twitter. And that was pretty much it. Considering that smartphones can do all this and more, it's no surprise that we don't see it on the storefronts. The social media phone was intended as a smartphone alternative for kids and teenagers. The lack of features and its steep price tag didn't go over well with anyone, though. 12. Clicking screens Haptic feedback is the fancy word for getting a physical response from an electronic device. Things like the rumble on a game controller, or the little vibrations when you tap on something on your phone. There was a smartphone, though, that took it a step further. It didn't just simulate physical feedback, it gave it. The screen contained a complex mechanical system designed to mimic the feel of a keyboard perfectly. At least, that was the idea. In reality, when the screen worked, people complained that it didn't feel natural and made it hard to type. When it didn't, it made the phone practically unusable. Number 13. News tickers. Do you live and breathe the news? Do you keep a constant finger on the economy's pulse? If so, you might have used the ticker-equipped phones that started popping up in the early 2010s. The ticker would sit beneath the screen and provide constant updates on weather, news events, and stock quotes, along with social media updates. The problem was that the tickers took up space that could have been used for a larger screen. They were also too small to provide much information. The concept failed to take off because it didn't offer enough of an advantage over pop-up notifications. It'll be interesting to come back in 10 years and see what did and didn't succeed in the next decade. Meet you back here for that one!